0: Hey folks, Jovan hutton Pulitzer. Welcome to this special edition. This one, I have to admit, is a little bit scary for me. Have you heard that our government has approved the world's first vaccine for honeybees? Now, I don't know about you, But I'm a little bit terrified of our government and vaccines. I'm terrified in many ways because if something was to go wrong with our honeybees on our planet, and all of a sudden we had frankenbees, not frankenbeans, well, everything in our modern society and food system would Collapse. This comes down to the faith we have or don't have in our government. With the pandemic that we just went through, are you confident our government really knows what it's doing for the best purposes for humankind? Or could this be another Trojan horse to reduce the population of those pests? They think, well, you know, humans are. This scares me. So I'm going to dive into this program about honeybees, why we need bees. And we're going to talk about why the U.S. government has approved the very first world's vaccine for honeybees. Are we fooling Mother Nature? Hang tight. We'll get started right now. After this,
1: he's here to help you learn to fight for America, culture, race, and American politics. They all have one thing in common. They all need to cut cut the crap. crap.
0: Hey guys, do you know I've had the best night's sleep of my life and it was as simple as just changing my pillows. I know that may sound stupid. Look, you've seen Mike Lindell and his wonderful product, My Pillow. that my sleep has changed the fact that i can go to sleep in 15 minutes and not lay there literally for 2 hours has basically gave him, given me almost 2 hours of sleep back that is an incredible gift i sleep more soundly i sleep all night long now of course i've gone into other products right i now use uh the bed toppers i now wear the slippers
1: They all need to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton, Pulitzer.
0: Hey, folks! Welcome to Cut the Crap. There's many things in a world that uh, can fall under that "crap" acronym. Crap, culture, race, and American politics. The culture part is what we're dealing with here. I I would call it the cult part. Global warming, alarmism, fear porn. To know me is to know that I am an avid gardener. To know me is I adore honeybees. Honeybees are so incredibly important to us. Most people have no idea. If bees die, we die. You see, it takes more than soil and water and sunshine to make our world green. About 30% of all of the world's crops and 90% of all plants require cross-pollinization to spread and thrive. And our single most important pollinator, well, there are honeybees. Now, it is true that the world's bee populations are in a noticeable decline. It's been going on for a while. Who knows if this is alarmism or not, People are chalking it up to climate change. But you and I know that our climate does in fact change over time. And here we are, still thriving. Animal kingdom, plant kingdom, we've been through this before. But, under the banner of climate change, they're talking about climate change causing flowers to bloom earlier or later than usual. And this leaves bees with fewer food sources at the start of each season. Bees are suffering habitat loss from development or abandoned farms or the lack of bee-friendly flowers. You also have the phenomenon that some colonies of bees collapse because the plants and or seeds that they feed on, pollinate on, are treated with various pesticides or they can get attacked by harmful parasites like mites. My father and my uncle for a very long time were in the bee business. But as bees, different types of bees, are approaching the endangered species list, we have to look at the ways that we can help our bee population bounce back. Now, the reason I'm doing this is because the U.S. government has, in fact, approved the world's first vaccine for honeybees. U.S. government concerns me. Vaccine alarms me. So our U.S. Department of Agriculture has approved the first honeybee vaccination in the world It's a vaccine that, according to scientists, will provide protection against a disease. And they use that in the singular form, a disease, that may wipe out colonies in as little as three weeks. I ask you, do you trust this? What could go wrong? Oh my goodness, with a, this mail order maladministration selected, not elected in the White House, this does... I'm telling you, does alarm me. See, we need bees. Let's just look at it from the environment standpoint. Doesn't matter what your favorite summer crop is. From apples to melons, cranberries, asparagus, broccoli, right? We wouldn't have them if we didn't have bees. See, to germinate those plants, just a few, require the transfer of pollen from the male part of the flower. That's called the uh, anther to the female part, that's called the stigma. Ah, yeah, think about how many of us guys are stigmatized by that female part, but I digress. As bees move from flower to flower in search of nectar, they leave behind grains of pollen on the sticky surface. Now, this is what allows plants to grow and to produce food. Bees, you know, busy bee, earn their reputation as busy workers by pollinating billions of plants each year, including millions upon millions of agricultural crops. Pollinators like bees play an incredible, irreplaceable key role, interestingly, in every time we sit down at the dinner table. In fact, one out of every three bites of what we eat can be attributed to the success of bees. Without them, many of the plants we rely on for food would die off. Now, this scares me with a government that says you'll own nothing, have nothing, and be happy, or at a time when a government feels they can grow meat in a lab and or will be happy of eating crickets. This scares me. But we have no control now wild plants also thrive because of bees it's not just about fruits and vegetables right or something that's grown on a farm many species of wild plants depend on insect pollinators as well bees are responsible for the production of seeds nuts berries and fruit which in turn, if those wild plants don't make, well, then that vital food source for wild animals is gone. Bees also produce honey to feed their colonies during the cold winter months. Humans have harvest, harvested honey for thousands of years. You can actually open honey that was stored a thousand years ago. It's just good. I consume natural honey every single day of my life the glucose in honey is one of the things that feeds your brain properly to be able to think to be nimble not like a lot of synthetic sugars in our life honey is vital to my performance as an individual but not only do humans rely on it You know, critters like birds and raccoons and possums and insects will raid beehives. And they'll also eat the bee larvae. Bees themselves, interesting, are also part of the food chain. There are at least 24 species of birds, including the blackbird, the ruby-throated hummingbird, the starling, just to name a few that prey on bees, and many spiders and insects like dragonflies, and praying mantises Well, they eat bees as well. You' getting my drift about the chain of cycle? Now bees are known for their elaborate hives, but they also help build homes for millions of other insects and animals. Have you ever watched any of the videos on YouTube or otherwise of some of the natural bee hives in the cliffs of like Afghanistan or whatever they're magnificent, some of them the size of cars. See, Bees, and their role as pollinators, are vital in the growth of tropical forests, savanna woodlands, and temperate deciduous forests. Deciduous meanings where the leaves fall off the trees at time of year. But anyway, many tree species, including willows and poplars, would not be able to grow without pollinators like bees. Even your own garden serves as a home for hundreds of these tiny creatures, From birds and squirrels to thousands of tiny insects. So if bees disappear, the animals that depend on these plants for survival on our planet would vanish as well. Bees are the biodiversity of our system. They play a part in every single aspect of our ecosystem. They support the growth of trees, flowers, and other plants. They serve as food and shelter to creatures large and small. They contribute to complex interconnected ecosystems that really allow for a diverse number of different species to coexist. There's no way to doubt the importance of bees in our food supply because without them our gardens would be bare. Sadly, our plates would be empty. Therefore, bees are critically Critically, critically important, 90% of our planet's plant species depend on bees and pollinators to reproduce. If I had to break it down for you, right? By the way, Uh, If you look at pollinators alone, I'm just going to kind of put it into kind of ranks for you. There are about 200,000 different species of animals around the world that act as pollinators. Of these, about 1,000 are uh, vertebrates, meaning birds, bats, smaller animals. You know, even birds like spread fish to ponds. Most people don't know that. They walk in the ponds, get the egg on their feet, go to another pond, they plant them. The rest are invertebrates, including... Flies, beetles, butterflies, moths, and bees. These pollinators pollinate 180,000 different species. And so when you look at pollinators as a whole, it's responsible for producing one-third of our food supply. They're responsible for one-half of the world's oils and fibers and other raw materials like cotton used to make clothes seed oils one half of the world's oil they create many medicines they provide food cover and wildlife they keep our waterways clean they prevent soil erosion by keeping the plants healthy the plants in turn produce the oxygen we breathe which in turn absorbs CO2 globally pollinators are 100% responsible for pollinating more than 1,200 crops. They pollinate 87 of the 115 food crops you eat. I can't tell you how critical the bees are. So when I found out that our government was going to deploy a vaccine, which we can't stop, it's going to happen, it kind of alarms me because if I think back to 2020 to now, I've lost my confidence in my government, state, local, and federal. I've lost confidence in our financial system. I've lost confidence in our lawmakers. I've lost confidence in our scientists. I've lost confidence in our healthcare system. Something's wrong. And now, of all times, our government is going to hop into the vaccine for bees business. Did you know the average honeybee will visit about 2,000 flowers in one day? This is the leading indicator outside of water and sunshine that a plant will produce vegetables or fruits. In the United States... We, more than any other country, depend on honeybees to be our commercial poll- pollinators. We're, we're the big dogs. They're used to manage and pollinate over 100 crops in North America. These bees are responsible for $15 billion to the U.S. economy every year. Many crops, such as almonds, just almonds alone contribute $4.8 billion to the U.S. industry every year. And, oh, by the way, yep, it's got to have honeybees. Now you get my point? But there is a decline. We have to acknowledge there is a decline in honeybees. Yes, we know, and I've spent this time telling you how vital they are to our ecosystem, but their numbers have been decreasing by the billions. Decline is linked to several factors, mostly parasites such as the varroa mite, which bite bees infect them with a fatal virus. And then the use of uh, poison, pesticides, or monocultural farming. Keep on putting the th- same thing over and over. A weird thing, and this affected my family as well. In the last few years, about 44% of managed beehives have died. It's happened to my own family. You walk out one day and boom, the hive's just dead. Now, the managed number of bee colonies in the United States is steadily declining over the last 60 years. And it's mainly because people aren't farming. And people lost interest in bees. It used to be about 6 million colonies in 1947, 1970 it was 4 million, 1990 it was 3 million, and we barely have 2 million today. That's a lot of loss of bees because people have lost interest in bees. Now I'm telling you some of these key facts because I believe if you wanted to pay close attention to something That we all depend on. And boy, if it was to fall out of favor, die. We'd die right along with it. It's the honeybee. But damned if we don't have this interesting, whacked out convergence of them wanting to control our money. Rumors of they want to kill half of the people on the planet. Food supply shortages. Fertilizer shortages. Climate change. They want to get rid of everything. And now... Now, of all times throughout the world, they're going to induce a vaccine to the one thing that makes our agricultural economy hum? I'm terrified. I think there's cause to be terrified. When I come back, we're going to dive into who's doing it, why they're doing it, and how it's being done. So hang tight. I will be right back. This is a scary one. I'll be right back, right after this.
1: Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan daily on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight, Jovan will be right back.
0: You need to check it out. You need to fortify yourself and you need to make sure absolutely you're protected because you don't want to keep on losing money because of this maladministration. Now, that's all for you at jovanlovesgold.com. Please go there, jovanlovesgold.com. Now, I want to tell you about one other. I want to tell you about something that's kind of scary, especially if you're a homeowner. Now, you know in this day and age that you can check for your title online, you can check your ownership online, hell... Uh, Even people are having registering online. We know how dangerous registering to vote online is. You can't confirm the papers there. Here's what you need to know. You know, your deed to your home is the only thing that proves you own it. Did you know that crooks can get online, look up your deed, print a simple form of that deed, affix their name to it, submit it, right? Submit it. And then all of a sudden they own your home. And then they can flip and sell your home. You've seen all this craziness buying and selling homes online. This can all literally be done, maybe 60, 90 days. You don't even know it. And all of a sudden, somebody has stolen the title to your house. They've borrowed against it. Now it's sold property and you're left with it. And this is a hard crime to fix. Look, that's why I want to tell you about HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. You can go to slash Jovan or just put in the promo code Jovan. Register your address right now. No obligation report. It's a home title report. It's a hundred dollars value. You get it free. Again, you get your home title report at HomeTitleLock.com forward slash Jovan. Your promo code is Jovan. You want to lock your title, folks. Okay, we're back. And I know I've given you a lot to think about. I'm not trying to inject fear porn here, folks. I'm just trying to help you understand how important honeybees are to us. But I would be remiss if I didn't admit that it scares the hell out of me that our government's doing it. Because I think our government's out of control. So what does it mean that the U.S. Department of Agriculture has approved the first honeybee vaccine in the world? Scientists are saying that will provide protection against disease and that wipe out colonies in little as three weeks. I'm for that. But are these the same scientists that told us if we don't wear our masks, we're going to all die? If we don't get vaccines, we're going to all die? Same scientists that told us, hey, uh, the planet's going to be gone by 2020, yet here it is, 2023? Yeah, scientists can be bought off, just like doctors, just like politicians. There's a company out there that is in Georgia that is a biotech company. That scares me from election standpoint because we know Georgia uh, doesn't have a lot to uh, be proud of when it comes to election. But this Dillon vaccine technology, they're the ones doing it. It's, It's considered a prophylactic vaccine that is basically going to save American honeybees from what's called American fowl brood. American fowl brood. American fowl brood is an infectious and highly contagious disease. And all it takes is a single gram positive spore forming bacterium. Just one. This little larvae. And boom, it's gone. Now, this particular foul brood and what it is was discovered and a big problem in the United States of America in the 1920s, specifically in Michigan. It was a devastating disease that was widespread, common throughout the state. It killed the hives. Back then, it caused the loss of massive amount of equipment. And so what happened is it made the state develop strict B laws, creating an inspection and registration program. You have to register your bees. That's a good standard, right? Now, after what happened with that heavy restriction in the 20s, they were able to reduce the inspections because they got back to low case numbers. And almost all of the strict the strict, strict state bee laws were repealed in 1993. Currently, in the United States, there are no bee law requirements for registration, inspectings, and reporting of American foul brood. Be like if your dog had rabies, right? You have to report it. And so containing this now, this American foul brood disease, is the sole responsibility of the beekeepers. And so the beekeepers have to learn what it looks like, what it sounds like, everything else, and what it does to their colonies. And remember, they lose their colonies, they lose their income. Now, this uh, Dillon Animal Health Company, they have the Dillon Vaccine Technology. What it does is it exposes queen bees to an inactive, that means dead, bacteria. Same thing they do vaccines for us, which enables the larvae hatched in the hide. To resist infection. So just like most of the vaccines. They'll inject us with dead viruses. Mean it can't reproduce. But your body has been exposed to it. Therefore it starts. To produce. Antigens. Effectively you're getting. Immunization. The vaccine is mixed with what they call. Queen. Candy. Queen candy. Which is an interesting term I had never really paid attention to before. So, if you've never heard of queen candy, let me, let me kind of paint the picture for you. Or it's cage candy, is officially queen cage candy. See, queen cage candy you make by mixing icing sugar, no more than powdered sugar. You know how great that is, right? And you mix it with warm honey. Until it becomes the consistency of putty or plasticine, you know, modeling clay. You want the honey to come from your hive that's free of disease, obviously, before making it up. That way no foreign honey is mixed in. Um, you can also kind of mix it with baker's fondant. You know how they decorate cakes? Baker's fondant, you know, it kind of molds and whatever. Anyway, there's... Two reasons for using queen's candy. It basically feeds the queens. They chew on it and allows the attendants in a traveling cage to feed on it. And it's kind of a unique medium for releasing queens in the introduction uh, phase of requeening, right? Bees surround the cage and eat away the candy and it kind of releases the queen. That's how it works. And that's what queen is candy is in case you didn't know and so you kind of put it in this queen's candy now what they're saying is this additive will protect against this highly contagious disease traditional remedies used to be as soon as you think you have the disease you just destroy the colony you kill them all uh and you take their infrastructure you know the hive or whatever And you just burn it to the ground. That was the only way to deal with it in the past. They're saying this will take care of it. Uh, The chief science officer for Dylan Health, his name is Dalil Freitak. F-R-E-I-T-A-K. He says there's millions of beehives all around the world. And they don't have a good health care system compared to other animals. And they're proud of the fact that now they've created tools to improve the health resistance of diseases. They claim that uh, the chief is officer of the company, or his name is Annette uh, Kleiser, that our vaccine is a breakthrough in protecting honeybees, that they're ready to change how we care for insects, impacting food production on a global scale. Now, what they say is that the vaccine will initially be available to commercial beekeepers. Its aim is to curb, foul brood, okay? Either they kill or weaken the hive at least. There's no known cure for the disease, by the way, none, none. But in the United States, 25% of our beehives have required our beekeepers to destroy them and to burn the colonies that are infested and then administer antibiotics to all the other colonies around just as a prophylactic measure. They say that it's something the beekeepers can easily recognize because it reduces the larvae right, uh, to its brown goo, meaning they don't make. They just turn into brown goo and they smell rotted. It's interesting. And so they're just going to incorporate the vaccine into the royal jelly or queen candy that's fed to the worker bees and then to the key and then ingest it. And then some of the grains of the vaccines get into the ovaries the developing bee larvae then have immunity to foul brood as they hatch. And this will, what they're suggesting, reduce the death rates from the disease. In the perfect scenario, the queens could be fed a cocktail within a queen candy. Uh, and then it will just vaccinate everybody. A lot of people out there are skeptical of this, right? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody wrote, and I agree, one one person wrote, they approved the vaccine for bees. Tell us again how depopulation isn't the agenda. Get it? This person goes on to say, look, a third of our food supply replies on bees, and pesticides are what caused the decline, but no, 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 just go get a vaccine. You can see. You can see this is kind of a scary thing. Some people are saying this will not end well. If honey bees disappear, that's true, we're finished. Bees are it, folks. Ironically, without bees, there would be a massive reduction in the availability and diversity of fresh produce. And that will have a horrible effect on humankind and human nutrition. And I still can't help but circle back to Klaus Schwab and the rumors and stories and or conspiracies out there that they want to take our planet of 8 billion plus people and figure out a way to get it back to... 500 million people and start all over again. Scary proposition, isn't it? Is this timing a coincidence? I have no idea. Should you start thinking about honeybees? Should you put out hives and start boosting? honeybee community? Should you be learning about honeybees really fast? Absolutely. Just because farmers want to inoculate their bees doesn't mean you have to inoculate yours. Beekeeping is a way to keep this planet going. I'm suggesting it might be something you look into. I'm suggesting that it might make a difference to every one of us. I'm suggesting that you might consider supporting your farmers who raise bees. Because at the end of the day, even though they're declining, if we all kind of help out, we can help their numbers come back. I'm interested in what you think about this broadcast. I'm interested in what you think about our government moving into this space. Let me know. Thank you all. Most
1: people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut Cut the the crap. crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is learn how to fight back and tell the system